2: Welcome to the Tom Bernard Show. I'm not Tom. I'm Bob Sansavir, and I am joined by Jimmy Schubert,
3: Steve London,
2: JB, Andy Bernard, (laughs) Melissa
4: Kirk,
2: and we're going to take a very quick break and come back, and we may just touch on Jesse and the NFL owner who's getting a little tickle and slap (laughs) and uh, facing charges. Apparently.
0: It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you?
5: And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at
0: 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. Where's the manager? Walzer Automotive presents Car Selling Secrets. Tune in every Thursday from 2 to 3 Central or download it on the Tom Bernard podcast page. I don't know. I think I'm going to have to think about it.
2: Back to the Tom Bernard Show. I'm Bob Sansevier. And I, I got to ask, well, Jimmy, now, are you, uh, can you, Play the adopted son in Empire because Jesse Smollett has now been dumped for
1: the final two episodes. But that's gonna be really tough when you're an actor and you couldn't convince the cops that you were believable. <laughs> you know, that when the cops were like, I don't know about, that. I didn't find a story to be believable. I mean, you know, I, I watched some of these. He goes, we were tussling, and during the tussle. Uh, one of the other gentlemen, I go, nobody's ever been in a fight called in a tussle. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, a guy punched a guy right in the throat. No one ever calls it a tussle. <laughs> it's like, it's like you know, I, I just, but anybody, who, Why? Why? I mean, believe me, there is enough hate out there that you, when you got a fake hate, I mean, I just, I just think it was ridiculous. I, I, I mean, it's, a, you know, he wanted attention, he got it. Now you got all kind of wrong kind of attention. But what was it? Because he was making $65,000 a week. Wasn't enough. I know, seriously. It wasn't Enough wasn't enough. He was very disappointed with this. I don't buy it. I think I, I think that's the, I think he gave that as a as a as a bullshit excuse. Well, However, yeah. he will go down as the first American to scam two Nigerians. You <laughs> <laughs> I know, I mean, I, I, it's 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 absolutely ridiculous to to you know to, to, to do something like that. I think it's a, it's a joke.
4: Well, I mean, in these days and times, I mean, the Coast Guard just had a big bust. Yeah, they busted that guy who had a major weapon stash, and he was going to take out re- reporters and black uh, politicians. Po- politicians.
1: Well, well he Demo- said he wanted Democratic politicians. politicians. Chuck Schumer right. and Nancy Pelosi were on he the list. He said
6: he wanted to kill all humans. So, oh. it's a pretty uh, big list. <laughs> he yeah. was well, he- it was broad
2: initially,
1: but he winnowed it down.
2: That,
6: yeah. Well, he wanted to he wanted to release a virus that would wipe out humanity. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's it's sad. It's difficult. I actually, I actually think, like you know, if you watch, I think a lot of media is culpable in all this. I think a lot of these cable pundits oh, yeah, that divide totally. Americans. Right. I think most Americans are kind yeah. of like in their center. Is like they can't. Why can't we come up with the best solution? Whether it's a Democratic solution or a Republican solution, or why don't we take the best of both solutions and try to come? up? But the problem is they don't care to represent their constituency anymore. They don't. They don't care about that. I mean, they've been kind of screwing over the middle class for the last thirty years, which so is like it's like they're <clears throat> they're divisive. You know, and they all go... These cable Pundits all go out and have dinner afterwards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Aren't we great? We've, <laughs> yeah, our we've numbers really, are up. We've really convinced these people to hate each other, and <laughs> you know, because divided we would stand. And, of course, uh, you know, divided we fall. You know, united we stand, but divided we fall. And I think it's... They're actually culpable in all this. I, I, I mean, the media will become like the boy who cried wolf. This is the third time you've jumped on this. It was with the Beasley story. I think he figured back me on a bed at a party when I was in high school. I don't (laughs) remember how it happened or who was, and no no one remembers it or him even being there. Mm -hmm. So that was the first thing. You made a debacle out of that, tried to ruin a guy's life. Then you went after these Covington kids. I mean, what 16-year-old doesn't wear a hat to piss people off (laughs) or a shirt that says, hey, practice safe sex, go after yourself, you know. Uh, But these are kids. These were kids. You know, Kathy Griffin wanted to vox these kids. They wanted to call out these. I mean, these are 15, 16, I mean, that's why. And then you go act like anti-bullying. You know, that's bullshit. You know, what I mean? you're, you're bullying these kids, putting the entire weight of the media at them. That's the second time, and this is the third time. And I'm not buying it anymore. I'm not going in on any of it anymore. I think you're. I think they've you're, lost a
6: lot of credibility. Well, in just the past well couple you know,
1: months. And, and you keep. It's like Donald Trump is this rock that these guys keep crashing their mm-hmm. ships on. I mean, they're, 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 he's used. their own uh, narcissism and vanity against them I mean, I I don't want to sit there and take world advice from a guy wearing makeup and hairspray.
2: (laughs) If you went to a movie and a guy walked into a police station with a noose around his neck, you'd walk out because it's so unbelievable (laughs) that anyone would leave the noose around their neck when they went to
1: the house. And and no marks. Well, yeah, he (laughs) tried to. Yeah, because the next day he was funny. What what fight was this guy in? I mean, you know, I I got a friend of mine. I was in a bar fight in 92 when he got his front tooth knocked out. He he never got it fixed. He just kind of thought. <laughs> I, I go sometimes I go out drinking with the guy I just want to wait till he drinks till he passes out and then super glue a chicklin in there just to <laughs> show him what the possibilities could be like you know just to say but I mean you know it's it's. Uh, but you know he threw all the elements in there was a noose there was bleach involved they, they were wearing MAGA hats there were, were a couple were white guys anti-black and, uh, anti-gay gay. and the problem is is that you know Look, there's people in the LGBT community that that have to deal with this. You've diminished their claims. And and, And, and also African Americans who have to deal with enough. You don't have to fake it, man. Right. And so, uh, you know, especially a town like Chicago. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at you yeah. look at the, the gun violence, the, the black-on-black violence in Chicago. They, they shoot each other at such an alarming rate. It would make the KKK envious down there <laughs> in some of those neighborhoods. And no one's talking about that. No, that no. that the, the, get swept under the rug. Nobody talks about that. And, and really, people are begging, begging. What are we going to do? I mean, people are losing children and stuff. So right. for you to jump in there and, and make this claim and, and do this, stuff, I think it's really reprehensible. His lawyer said, he's a man of upstanding character. <laughs> Get Now You could know Who would do that No he's not Well
4: the The, the lead uh, The chief of police Or whatever his title superintendent. is Superintendent Superintendent of police In Chicago Actually said I don't want to Waste any more time On this Yeah When we have a problem Of kids killing each other Yeah in the streets
2: of Chicago, that's what we need to be worried about. But the amazing thing, though, is that Jesse apologists who are still out there. Well, he's bringing awareness to all the issues of uh, of race and, and uh, no. you know, people who are anti-gay. No, not at all. He's a, he's a pig for what he did. You can't let this guy off yeah, the hook.
4: That's, it, that's ridiculous. Actually, one of my really good friends is is gay and he actually posted he's like, I am disgusted that somebody would do this. It's not helping my I
1: I gotta tell you the truth, the guy's told so many lies. I'm not even sure if he's gay anymore. I don't (laughs) even know if that's true.
4: But it's like it's not help he even said he's like this isn't helping the LGBT
3: get
2: uh, better. Let me ask Um, all of you this what he did here, reprehensible. But how much worse is it what he did now, then when he got a DUI several years ago, pulled over, he threw his own brother under the bus <laughs> and gave his brother's name
1: instead of his own. Well, he's not a man of, of character because a guy of character <laughs> no. wouldn't do this. And no. I, I, yeah, I, I, you know, for the reason he did it is, I mean, you're making $65,000 a week right. as yearly salaries over mm-hmm. a million after before taxes. Yeah, 99% I
6: mean- of the population would... Literally kill to get into your. You know life. what I mean?
1: I mean, why don't you take some of your money and go into some of these neighborhoods in Chicago and try to come up with some program? You're making enough money to go make make a difference well, that way. You know? He may
2: he may have panicked when he heard Alexandria Ocasio Cortez won seventy percent of the money.
1: Oh my God! That woman, Jesus! <laughs> uh, she takes her IQ with a tire gauge. I mean, she, you go ask the people in New York. She just takes all those high-paying Amazon jobs out of there. You know, she, mm-hmm. she wants to. She wants to. Say, we're going to eliminate planes. <laughs> oh, really? Is that how am I supposed to get to Australia? Drive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's she's an idiot. I minor. feel like she, she, look, you know, I I think it was maybe Andrew Jackson or Thomas Jefferson said, "If you you got to get involved in government, if you don't, you're destined to be governed by people that are dumber than you." Mm-hmm. And uh, boy, is she an example of that.
2: <laughs> Every time she speaks, I keep thinking that she's rehearsing for Idiocracy too. <laughs> she is so, now. Please let people know. You mentioned about people of character. Well, people who um, you know like to see
1: a, a character that's performing. Yeah, it, it, I'm at the uh, House of Comedy, Rick Bronson's House of Comedy, and uh, at the Mall of America this week. We uh, had the show last night. We got two tonight. We have uh, two tomorrow. You can go to uh, the, the website House of Comedy. It's m o a dot net And then the shows tonight are
3: 9.45? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Right there. Wait a minute! Who took house dot
2: com? Somebody else grabbed that from you. I have no idea.
3: I think the <laughs> house you're the of only comedy... one that should have it. I think the Houseofcomedy.com dot com was stolen by somebody else. So we had to do the dot net thing. Yeah, but uh, if
1: people want to see a, a great comedy special, I just released my new hour comedy special. It's, uh, it's available. You can go to my website jimmyshubert.com. It's on the Vimeo platform, and I made it easy. You can just right from there. You can go. You can rent my new brand new hour special for three ninety nine. Oh, that's You terrific. can buy it for nine ninety nine. Yeah, if you rent it, it's cheaper than a cup of coffee. And I, well, I for three ninety nine I rented the uh, Mission Impossible three, and my special is much funnier than Mission Impossible. 3. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that. I can say that with confidence. But uh, yeah, it's a good. Uh, it's my brand new iron and it's called Zero Tolerance, and uh, it's available on the Vimeo platform, and also you can get to it from JimmyShubert.com. Now, Jimmy, how much do you get into uh, in politics in, in your show? Is it a l- I, I don't, very little, actually. Or? I, I don't. I, I mean, you know, it's, it's uh, we're, we're living in a, in a divisive time right now, and it, it doesn't make a difference which way you go. You're going to divide your audience in half. And people just, people, I think, if people want to see that, they can stay at home and watch any of the late night talk shows or yeah. MSNBC if they want to see Trump bashing, or they could do all that. I think they come into a comedy club to get away from all that. And, and, and I got to tell you, the last, probably like the last month and a half, I've had like Probably like twenty-five or thirty people come up to me. and Go, thank you, thank you for being funny, and thank you for not talking about politics. It's like every time we come here, it's like they just don't want—they just don't want to hear it anymore. It's enough. Yeah. I mean, it's also become generic. Okay, we get it. Trump has funny hair, and you don't like Trump, and whatever. But you know, I, I mean, there's—I'm not, I'm not gonna—I'm not gonna do it. I, I, there's plenty of other stuff to talk about to make fun of, and and uh, you know, in this climate, I, I just wouldn't do it. I mean, you know. There's too much of it. Yeah, there's too much of it. Yeah,
6: there's nothing new. There's yeah, it's, nothing it's almost left genetic. to genetic. It, it's almost
1: hacky. Yeah, yeah It's almost oh, hacky yeah, totally. and generic now because it's, uh, you know, I mean, other than, you know, there's a lot of other stuff to talk about. I mean, you can start. about, uh, we brought up AOC. I mean, that, that woman, that poor, that, I mean, it's <laughs> just every day, just a human gaffe machine.
6: Oh, yeah, she's, uh, I
1: don't know. Well, everything that she
2: post that's coherent it's her it's her uh you know somebody from her staff posting it for her she is unbelievable
1: yeah uh my little nephew swallowed a bunch of scrabble tiles and uh his he uh, he defecates more sense than she does all the little tiles come out form a complete sentence and it makes more sense than what she says sometimes she's got to be a one-term uh, yeah, well, I she's hope. a one-term politician. There's there's also a, a woman here that that that, that uh, I guess was voted in Minnesota was a Muslim woman who's out there. Oh, Omar. She, yep. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. out there uh, saying some divisive stuff right now. It's like you know you well first off you forget you represent the people of the United States. Mm-hmm. You know you represent people in your area. Why don't you work on that? Uh, you know, it's like every, it's, again, you know, I was at a coffee shop, and I was just having a cup of coffee. I was just trying to relax and have a cup of coffee. You know, I think it was like Tuesday before I came out here, and there's a couple of these 18-year-olds, and on the back of her laptop that's open at the coffee shop, it says, Free Palestine and the Occupation. I go, really? I can't even have a cup of coffee without somebody, like, projecting your... I'm yours. Look, I don't know much about the Middle East, but I'm sure that they're not solving a centuries-old tribal dispute in, in, a, in, a, in a coffee shop on La Brea and Sunset. On the back of a laptop uh, that your daddy got you so you could cruise through a couple of courses in a community college. I, 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 let me call Israel and tell me, hey, let's get out of the settlements. You know, Romy and Michelle here have weighed in Romy on this, and you know, this tribal dispute centuries old, and we, we figured it out. You know, I just, it's just like, look, you're entitled to your pain. I just don't want to jam down my throat all the time. Everybody feels like, you know, we live in this culture of. Uh, uh, everybody's reviewing and everybody's weighing in. It's like, please shut up. I mean, you <laughs> might, you know, it's like. Uh... You know, it's like, you know, like everything. Like Yelp, everybody's got to weigh in and uh, they're, and they're reviewing and everything. Like a guy, a guy sneezed to me next day, right. today, mm-hmm. and I didn't appreciate his reaction to the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, how, long be, how long before we start yelping each other? You know, <laughs> Bob's a real a hole. I, I give Bob two stars as a human well, beings. The you know, lazy what eye of Twitter cloth.
6: is it's Yelp for human beings. Mm-hmm.
1: What, what, what's Yelp for you? What is
6: it? Twitter. Oh, Twitter's a
2: Social Twitter.
1: media? I don't care. More it. like unsocial media. <laughs>
6: Am I, I right? call it anti-social media. Yeah.
2: I, I got to ask you about, when they called you about uh, going to House of Comedy, do you ask about the weather? What you're coming into? <laughs> I,
1: I, yeah, I Google it, but it doesn't make a difference. I mean, you, you come here and we're in a giant mall. I don't have to ever leave the place. Yeah. <laughs> I go to an alpaca store. I get some alpaca stuff. And you know when you get a store <laughs> devoted <laughs> completely to alpaca merchandise? There's so many. How many stores do you have where there's one store just for alpaca stuff. <laughs> it's just alpaca socks, alpaca underwear. I
3: love that store. I walk by it every day and I'm just like, I don't get it, man. I just don't get it. Hey, you
6: know. I had a friend uh, in grade school. Their family raised alpacas and sold the wool. So apparently that's a thing. No, it you know, is a soda. thing,
1: especially up here. I mean,
6: there's been a whole lot of
1: use for it down south.
2: No. You know. But it's thick clothing. You'd have to check
1: another bag and pay 40 bucks. <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah, it's like people go, "Oh, stay warm up there." But it's it's cold like Monday when I leave it'll be 9 degrees. <laughs> That's
6: not that bad. No, it's not not that. We're going to have to de-ice the <laughs> for play. a Minnesotan, it's not. Today's actually really nice. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. It's like almost spring out there. Yeah, I it's like, know. Is it 23?
6: Yeah. It's crazy. No, you, you no we're it's gonna still
3: hit 30 today.
6: It's going to hit 30, yeah. Almost above freezing. Can you oh, believe it?
1: Almost.
6: <laughs> it's been a
2: it, it's it fortunately you weren't in when we had the minus 50. Wow. That's, uh, that was brutal. You know, we, uh, we're going to wrap up for a second, take a quick break. And when we get back, though, we are going to talk about the tickle and slap NFL owner. You God. know, apparently winning a Super Bowl championship isn't a happy ending enough for some people. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Well, he had to go to a place called the Orchids of Asia Day Spa <laughs> in Florida. Mm-hmm. So we'll, uh, we'll take that quick break. And when we get back, we'll tell you all about it. And we'll craft the story for you. We'll be right back. We're back, right? Yeah. Yes. yeah, we're back. All right. That, we that, sure as are. you can tell, I'm not Tom Bernard. The Tom Bernard Show, I'm Bob Sans. We're filling in for Tom. Fortunately, we have Jimmy Schubert here to make the time fly by. <laughs> we appreciate that. Now, Jimmy, before we talk about the NFL owner, I hear there's a Syracuse basketball coach named Jim Bayheim who, well, he.
1: Accidentally killed somebody. Hey man, three he's seconds car- in the lane is three seconds <laughs> in the lane. You know what I mean? You, you gotta, you gotta, you going to move it along, bro. You to get three seconds. I know That's horrible. I, you know, he was, he's seventy-eight years old, so that might explain a little bit. He's, he's been cleared though. He wasn't well, drunk. No, he yeah. wasn't drunk. It's just well, you yeah. know, I mean, I, yeah, it's, it's a tragic. However, that the guy lost his yeah, life. Yeah, he's. But.
2: he's has stepped away from the team for now. He he said he he claimed he avoided, he didn't want to hit the car, which was on the side of the road. So he swerved away and wound up hitting the guy who owned the car. And I I just wanted, my first thought was, was it distracted driving? Well, the
6: the other question is, so the guy gets out of his car, but is he on the street side of the car or the curb side or the, uh, I think you know, he was the street side. Oh, well that's just not smart. Well,
1: it happens all the time. I mean, people get out to change a tire on mm-hmm. the, on the freeway and, and, you know, and like you said, distracted driving is like, you know, well, a real yeah. thing. with people texting, it's as bad as drunk driving is now, you know, it totally is. And, yeah. and so, uh, you know, you got to pay, but I, you know, I miss the days when people were speeding. When people, like you know, now everybody's looking at their phone and texting, and it's just, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's like I, I th- you know, I think people have lost their lives that way, mm-hmm. and it, because you're texting. I mean, it's they call it a smartphone for a reason. You should be able to operate it. Yeah, but if you give a smartphone to a dumb person and winds up killing them, they get hit by a bus because yeah. they're too busy texting. Well, it,
2: this is no way in defensive when people drive while drunk. But some drunk drivers will like they'll have their grip on the wheel and they're looking. They want to f- do everything they can to not you know to try to be attentive, but they can't because they're drunk. They pay more attention in some ways than distracted drivers. I once saw a woman, and this was even before texting was big. She had her. Uh, her, her that little thing where you flap—what do you call that thing? You know, when above your, your Curse, visor, visor. Yeah. had the visor down with a mirror. She was driving with her knees and what would you call that, uh, Melissa? That's when curling curl her eyelashes. curl <laughs> her eyelashes. Yep, she was doing that while yeah. she was driving. There's actually
4: a term for that. Women <laughs> who put makeup on while they're driving. Idiots. Narcissism. <laughs> no, it's, it's called farting, not farting, but farting. Ph. Yep. No. F-A-R-D. Oh, that's called farting. 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 Why is that? With a D. That's just a term
2: for it.
6: Farting. That's not a good name. That's
2: horrible. Well, they'll have to come up. There's a term, I guess, that Robert Kraft did. New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft being charged with two counts of soliciting someone to commit prostitution stemmed from a raid in a day spa in Florida, the aforementioned Orchards of Asia day spa. He was picked up. Here's what I don't get. What did you think was going to happen at the Orchards of Asia day spa? (laughs) But he he picked up as part of a sting that had been going on for months, and the charges relate specifically to two different visits to the Orchards of Asia day spa. You are the owner of the New England Patriots. Your team has won six Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. With you, as, you can't call them and have them come to your hotel. What do you uh, want to uh, save on the extra? What is it? It must be a little bit extra if they come to your hotel. That's unbelievable.
1: Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got to go to the spa. Yeah. How old is he now? That's, he's got to be pushing eighty. He's in, it's definitely in the seventies. Yeah, that 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 girl was going to earn every bit of that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's Not really the, the freshest, freshest product. It's like that old can of paint in the basement. <laughs> maybe it turned been... yellow and
6: off color. You know? <laughs> We're not talking about Belichick, are we? No, no, no. no, no. no, no. Robert, Robert Kraft, Robert, the owner. Robert Kraft. Maybe they. Uh,
2: well, maybe they have special tools there to help him. He's seventy-seven. Yeah. And the NFL, his team, by the way, denies Kraft had
6: committed a crime. Well, that's pretty smart of the, uh,
2: the guy who's the PR guy to say, oh, no, no, Mr. Kraft did nothing wrong.
6: Yeah, I always like when the news is like, you know, someone related to you does something bad. It's like, what do you think that person's going to say? It's like, oh, yeah, my son was a piece of crap. Arrest him. <laughs> I would. <It's> like, well, <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. But say, most people are just. My mother
1: would have. Huh. Yeah. She told us she would have. Yeah, moms always do that. Mm-hmm. Charlie Manson's mom still thinks she's innocent.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Despite the...
1: No, no, I'm saying my mom would have said, yeah, he did it.
3: Oh, yeah.
4: oh your mom, yeah. your mom yeah. was oh, my, the
1: yeah, My, my, my uh, I, I remember when I was uh, younger, I got, we got caught... Uh, you know, stealing steaks out of the supermarket, and we had to take them back and turn ourselves in. So we had to, you know, lean into it. And all of a sudden, that wasn't fun anymore after you had that. Like How'd you get them out? Put them in your pants, your yeah, shirt? Yeah, stuck them in your pants. You, put them, you had a big, like, you just put the steaks, tucked them in your belt, and then uh, oh, made it out. But, uh, you know, the mom was like, yeah, where'd you get those? I and mean, now you got to take them back. Mm-hmm. So, and pay, <laughs> or go up and pay for them.
6: So. And then the, uh, the store said, no, thank you because they had been in your pants? No,
1: no, they weren't down. <laughs> I, oh, okay. I didn't put them under my tank. They were frozen. <laughs> like well, that that would have defrosted them, wouldn't it? <laughs> get, a bed, get, get a bad piece of meat.
2: <laughs> now, it has... Uh, does Mall of America? When do you have comics? What time is they on
3: Tuesday? What was your first day
1: here?
2: Uh,
3: Wednesday,
1: th- th- no. Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. They did. A, they had a
3: roast uh, on Thursday. Uh, we had a roast on uh, on Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Uh, a local comedian.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: no, because I was wondering if early in the week you ever thought of making the House of Yoshi or having a little massage going on there. You can really pack them in.
3: You know, we got the space for it, so why <laughs> yeah, not? You I think know? they do. Like,
2: <laughs> like,
1: there's great space for like sales <laughs> presentations and stuff like that. Like, you know, meetings or corporate meetings. It's a great space for that kind of thing we just roasted uh, at Rick Bronson's House of Comedy in Arizona we just roasted uh, Shane Doan uh, NHL mm-hmm. uh, Hall of Famer, played yep. for 19 years from the Phoenix Coyotes, Phoenix Coyote, yeah, that sounds like something Robert Kraft will pay a hook or an extra fifty dollars <laughs> to perform. If you could just finish up with the Phoenix Coyote, that would be great. But uh, the guy was—he played his whole career, nineteen years with the Phoenix Coyotes, uh, legendary scorer. Real, no, it was actually <laughs> I can't a great anymore. event. It was a great, it was a great event. But uh, yeah, but uh, that's a, another one of Rick Ross's uh, clubs out there, which is great. I have no idea if you plan to, but. Please work that into one of your sets. <laughs> That's terrific. <laughs> he got the Phoenix
2: Coyote. <laughs> so, are, how how many? Because I knew there was the Bronsons in Canada. There's Arizona. This here, did, did he open a few more? Yeah, uh, he's, he's in the process
1: of opening up a couple other
2: clubs. There's one but, in the Meadowlands
3: yeah. that we're we're, we're doing coming up soon, and uh, I'm pretty sure they bought one in Burbank. And there's talks of Miami. Oh,
1: my yeah. God, you could be set for two months straight. Pasadena, yeah. Well, no, I, I you know, I think that they're, you know, they're. I don't want to talk out of school, but yeah, they're getting ready to make some big moves. That's great. So, so that's awesome. And uh, you know, the great people, Rick and Tammy Bronson, that run the club are, are amazing people. I, I love working for them. They're, they're, I consider them friends in this business. Where you don't really, you know, you're, you're friends with people who actually, get, you know, running on comedy clubs It's very kind of rare. You know, most of the time, you know. Go <laughs> well, You don't like the people you're working for, but uh, not the case here. They're great people. So, how about him? You got to put a word in for him, then maybe move up the ladder. Yeah. Well, you know, see how he works out for well, you. We live in a meritocracy, so you get to earn it. <laughs>
2: So when you do Bron- – do you do all of them? I mean, well, the, the ones that he has, is, do yeah. you get booked for all
1: three yeah, at once? Yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing the one in uh, in uh, Canada uh, later in the year, and then I'm going to go back to Phoenix and stuff, mm. and, you know, they're uh, – yeah, they're. Um, so I do them all. Where's the Phoenix – is it in – it's, it's
2: not in a mall, or it's is in it a mall? It's in North
1: Phoenix. No, it's in – it's actually – it's called High Street. It's an outdoor – Uh, area. I actually, when we did the roast, I said, Rick, you call them the House of Comedy. They can't be called the House of Comedy when they're in malls, Rick. It's more like the kiosks of comedy. (laughs) Rick Bronson's kiosk of comedy. The communities are okay, but they serve a great soft pretzel. (laughs) No, that's a... They're they're, they're great clubs. Rick knows how to run great clubs. The the sound system's great. The the, the experience is great. It's the, you know, the the seats are comfortable. It's really well done. Because Rick is actually used to do stand-up. He's actually, you know, and he used to be do magic. He's a, he's a magician, he's a comedian, and he's a club owner. It's like the douchebag hat trick. <laughs> no, he, he's, I was, he's like, <laughs> I'm actually roasting Rick Bronson on the radio. These are the roast jokes I did of him <laughs> when we were the shade, don't roast him. I'm getting a little mileage out of him. But no, I love Ricky Bronson. He's a great dude. I was going
4: to
2: say, hmm, prop comic, huh?
1: Prop comic.
2: <laughs> prop Is comic. that something you ever thought
1: of or wanted to do on your own place? So you don't have to travel? Yeah, I'd probably do a residency in Las Vegas before I would ever do the cruise ships or own, own the club. I would probably just kind of do my thing. But I just got passed to Magic Castle as a magician member. So I actually have – i magic is something I've been doing my whole life. So I just kind of had to go in an audition, and they had to pass me as a magician member, which means you can perform at the Magic Castle, which is this legendary magic venue to perform at. So That's thats true. I mean, you really, you,
2: are, you are a magician too. Yeah. Do you, you, you don't, do you ever do it I, in your I, act or I'm no? A hardcore
1: hobbyist. No, I don't do it in my act at all. I don't cross the streams because people come to a comedy club want to see comedy. You know, I may do like forty five minutes of stand up, but then I'm trying to figure out what I could do. Like maybe I would close with another fifteen minutes of magic at the end, just as like a bonus thing. You know.
2: When would you get into that? You've been doing comedy longer than magic, or did you start no, magic? I started when you were magic a, kid? a
1: long time ago. Magic I was doing since I'm nine. You know, it's like the poor, like Steve Martin says in his book, it's the poor. Uh, the poor man's way into show business. You know, you go to a magic shop, you buy a trick, and then you're performing for people. And so it's kind of like the, if you're not a member of the Lucky Sperm Club, you know, if your daddy's not, you know, a famous actor or something, you know, there's a lot of nepotism going on in show business. You know. Do you get begged for people <coughs> to tell you the trick? Yeah, all the time.
2: And you can't, though. How do you do it?
1: And I always write down uh, 798.3, and I said, you can find everything you need to know here. And they look at it, go, nine. what is, I go, that's the Dewey Decimal System for all the magic books are in the library, so if you (laughs) want to know and put the research in, you can find out there, (laughs) I would never tell, I mean, I I spent hours of my life learning how to do this, it's like the oldest art form in the world, and I'm just going to tell you how I did it, you know what I mean? I know. I, you know, you figure it out. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying I'm a real wizard. I'm not Harry Potter or anything. But you know, a lot of work goes into it. So.
2: So you're not like the Harry Houdini type, where you, they stick you in a, uh, you know, in a case and they drop you into a river. You're talking more about. Uh... No,
1: lots of times I am I like Harry Houdini, and, and the fact that I try to escape from bad conversations I have. Like this one. <laughs> no, no. I, was <laughs> like, no, I was just trying to. I was like, you know, to, I was just trying to make a quick joke off the confident, kind of backfire. No,
2: I'm because I'm fascinated by that. That you, you know, the whole magic thing. Because some of it, it's you just sit there and you know there's a trick somewhere, but. You just can't figure
1: out what it is. Well, yeah, it's a lot of lot of things on a lot of different levels. There's the sleight of hand, obviously. There's 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 presentation that, that kind of makes it seem like a, a great trick, and there's misdirection, and it's all. It's like the oldest art form in the world. It goes back thousands of years to ancient Greece. I mean, some of these tricks, like the cups and balls, they have hieroglyphics yep. of these guys doing this stuff. I mean, it's it's an ancient art form. I just love the deceptiveness of it. It's so devious, and you like figure out these men. and go, oh my god, that's brilliant. Who's, and somebody actually thought of that, and I think that's what I find fascinating. Because they say one of the best ways to like keep a trick a secret is to put it in a book, because nobody reads nobody <laughs> reads books anymore. So you publish it in a book, and nobody will read it. But I I, I like the history of it. I like all the the uh, all the the, the 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 stories and the and the stuff. And I also love performing it. So and, and it's really just a hobby. It's not anything. I, you know, I, now that I got past the magic castle, I may start thinking about doing it professionally. That's just you know. Would you? Do you bring stuff with you to keep practicing all the time? I'm in a hotel room for eight hours a day. I mean, you can only masturbate so much, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> Robert Kraft? Uh, you know I mean? I mean, you know, you. Last time, my last time, I, last time I uh, last brought time it back I, full circle. Yeah, that's right. Last time, I had, <laughs> last, time I had, last time, I had an orgasm. Knee cartilage came out. That can't be good. You know, so I, uh, you know, I pick up a deck of cards and uh, start start uh, figuring out how. To, you know, no, but I, I just like I just like I. I'll, I'll get to my room. I'll set up with a deck of cards and a close up mat. And I Start working on specific moves and just kind because of, the the practice is what you have to enjoy practicing as much as you enjoy performing because that what's that's what makes it good you you have to be able to do everything without thinking about it. What was know? the first one you did as a kid? Uh, There's a trick called the acrobatic silks where the tr- the silks would were in this little wooden thing and they would switch places and the, the, it was really because they were like kind of th- threaded in there and people how the how did they move and then would just move and switch? And so I think that I had a job at delivering circulars, and every Monday, my brother Bob had drum lessons and my brother Joe played the guitar. And so me and my mom would drop them at the, at the music lessons and we had an hour to kill. And about three blocks down the way, there was a magic shop. And so I would go in with my little $10 dollars i had saved from uh, delivering circulars, and I could buy one trick. And on the way out, I'd get one trick and I would buy one, one joke book. And I started like, keeping like a little joke file. And uh, that's and then you know when I when I hit eighteen I retired the rabbit hung up the wand and uh, started telling dick jokes at comedy clubs. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but I but I got my performance chops I, I got my performance chops and, my, and then my writing had to catch up with that so it took me took me a little while but I, I've been kind of doing it my whole life it was just something that little nine year old kid that got magic kid is, is dictating my. Whole,
2: Oh, but you never worked it into that, even like one bit? Because I think it'd be it'd be really fun Not to see. No, when I do
1: magic, it's hilarious. Like, I do like adult close-up magic. I mean, it's oh. like, you know, I, it's the, my personality, my stand-up, per, like, you know, my personality comes through when I'm doing a trick. So it, it is hilarious. But I just don't, it's just interesting because it's close-up magic. You can't really do it on, on a stage. It's kind of like, you know, it's, it's. Uh, but I've done it. Like, I've done my stand-up comedy show, and I've come out to the bar, and people come out, and I've done like another 20 or 30 minutes just doing close-up stuff.
2: That's really neat. Yeah. All
1: right, we're going to and, and again, Rick Bronson's House of Comedy tonight and tomorrow night, two shows. Also, and people can go go get my new hour special. It's uh available. go to jimmyshubert.com and it'll take you right to the Vimeo platform. It's 3 it's like 3.99 to rent and 9.99 to buy. If you want to have a good time and watch my special, you'll enjoy it immensely. We'll give you more information, be right back.
0: Tom here for Saber Plumbing, Heating and Air Conditioning. Right now, Saber and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months. Tom Bernard here. Hey, let me ask you, do you know me because you recognize my voice or my face? Good question, isn't it? Let me ask you another one. What do you think when I say Priority Courier Experts? Do you know them because you recognize their trucks, or do you know them by their name? Well, let me tell you something you might not know about my friends at Priority. 485 local drivers, 85 office staff, 37 million deliveries since 1997, and an opportunity for you to join their company. Drivers, you can join the fleet in your own vehicle or lease to own one of theirs. Or you can join the office staff and earn the most respectable pay in the business with 15 days off in your first year. Medical, dental, matching 401K, and a genuine chance for advancement. Just ask Robbie, who started in sales and is now director of recruitment. Over 5,000 Minnesota companies rely on priority because every time you call us, we deliver. Join the team today at Priority.com. That's Priority.com. We are back. The
2: Tom Bernard Show. I'm Bob Sansevier. And uh, very happy to be joined by Jimmy Schubert. You can catch with the House Comedy tonight, tomorrow night. And don't forget, as he said in the last break, you also can get his new comedy special, $3.99 to rent and $9.99 to buy. And the best place to go for that... You said it's well, on ju- just video? go to
1: jimmyshubert.com. and oh, oh. Schubert spelled S H U B E R T like the theater, and uh, it'll just take you. I made it really easy for people. They could just, it lives right on my website, and click the button to rent, and it'll take you right to the, the option. And you know, you can just kind of uh, do a PayPal solution or a credit card thing, and, uh, and you can download it and it lives on your Vimeo account.
2: And the uh, also the future. Uh, President of operations for all the (laughs) House of Comedies. He's got some tickets to give away.
3: I do. I uh, got four-pack of passes to give away for a show tonight. Uh, Either one of them would be fine. Uh, I think we're going to do a call-in. Is that what we're going to go and do?
6: Uh, Yeah. You can call, uh, what is it, Uh, 952-800-1492. That's 952-800-1492. Yes, it is. When Columbus sewed the ocean blue. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> like a
3: tent caller or something. We'll do just to... Well,
6: yeah. we'll just do the f- first first four, because you got four.
3: I got four. Yeah. yeah.
6: You have four sets.
3: No, 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 no.
2: Four I got, total. I got a four pack. No, you got well. You got to give it to one person to bring three friends, right? Right. Apparently. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then I guess. Oh, my apologies. Well,
6: we should say we should like have a. I don't know. <clears throat> what was the name of Jimmy's first trick? How about that? Yeah. And it wasn't the Phoenix Coyote. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you can call in and get that one, there you go. Four tickets. I've already forgotten. (laughs) I was was entranced by it, but
4: I. That's a tough one.
3: That is a tough one because I'm sitting right next to it. I can't remember. I I remember it. So
4: JB's going to win the tickets. Look at him. He's angling already (laughs) for him. I I already have tickets if I could go.
1: Yes. So, I loved how he did the yeah, 1492 when Columbus sailed the ocean yeah. blue. I mean, it seems like a memory trick to remember the oh, year. Oh no. yeah, yeah. So I think
4: that is what they.
1: Plan. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> can JB get into the Magic uh, Kingdom or what?
2: What is it called? It's
1: called magic the Magic kingdom. Castle. Magic yeah. Castle. Yeah. If you, if you, uh, it's a private club. Actually, you have to be a, <laughs> with a member to get in.
4: I've heard Pin and. Uh, Penn and Gillette talk about
1: it. Yeah, it's a it's a great place. It's like it's like this great old building. It's been there since 1963. They just celebrated their fifty their 55th uh, anniversary. But it's like there's all these rooms. There's probably like nine rooms, and there's all these tables, and there's magic going on all over the place. But there's there's also all this uh, memorabilia and and stuff that they, Johnny Carson used to be. Uh, Johnny Carson was a magician. But they yeah. have he has his own display case. There's a guy named uh, the great Carl Ballantyne and, and Slidini and some of these guys from so. It's it's a really cool place, and there's all these little nooks and crannies and theaters, and so uh, it's really, it's a great night out. I mean, if you, if you, if people are fans of Magic, some people don't like it, but some people just love it, and you have to wear a suit and tie to get it, and you get it dressed up. It's like everybody's dressed up to the nines when they go there, so it's kind of a, a great thing, and man, there's a, a lot of Beautiful women walking around, that are dressed to the nines. It's, it's a great place. So you can bring a date. It's not like yeah. No, you can just... bring a date. You can go. Uh, you can go. Uh, so I, <laughs> I was hanging out with a couple magicians the other day, and they said, uh, you know, there's women who are, like go there to like sleep with magicians, and magicians call them abracadabras. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, like little nicknames for the abracadabras. Now you see it. Now you don't. Now you see it. Now you don't. Now you see it and abracadabra.
2: <laughs> How many belong to this?
1: Oh, to that's the that's that's Magic that's Castle, that's hundreds... That's... Yeah, there's thousands, and thousands. Oh, yeah, there's it's it's a big uh, it's a big operation. But all these world class magicians perform there on the regular basis. It's a it's a it's a kind of a really cool thing. And plus, whenever I have friends come in from out of town, we go there and just you know if you're a member, you just walk up and you know you can get dinner there and they serve pub food at the bars and it's it's a it's a really cool it's a really cool environment. Oh, so,
2: um, so they have shows there that you can come and watch. Oh yeah, there's That's a close, it, okay. there's
1: a close up uh, room, there's a parlor room, there's a the there's a Peller Theater. There's the big stage where they do big illusions. There's the Hat and Hair Pub. There's the basement thing. There's a there's just and they got these tables there. These green tabletops and and so like people will be waiting in line for a show and guys will be performing at these little side tables as well. And there's the Di Vernon little uh, thing where Di Vernon was this famous. World class close-up magician is no longer with us, but he 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 kind of has this little. The guys are always performing there in these little places, so it's really kind of cool.
2: Now, I'm, and I'm guessing that with comics, you run into especially younger ones that are insecure. Every every magician must be pretty secure, right? You, you don't run into many that have uh, insecurity or security problems. No,
1: they're just it's like any performer. I'm sure. I'm sure there's the, a lot of those guys that that, that that are out there as well. You know, I, but most of the guys doing it, are just
2: top line. You got to be pretty confident to, to pull off a magic trick.
1: Yeah, you do. So, uh,
2: JB, what are you waiting?
1: Breaking news. Break.
4: Actually, breaking news. What's the break? Uh, our boy R. Kelly has been charged.
6: Yeah. There's oh. a new video floating out that. They now can
4: charge his butt
1: with.
6: How Finally. do these videos, like, how do you shoot something like that and then you're just like, oh, I'll release it later. It's fine. Right? Well, he's, he's a pedophile. A lot of these yes. women are underage. Yes, and they if are.
1: Seen, have you seen the documentary? Mm-hmm. I mean, what he's done to some of these families and these people, I mean, you, you victimize these young girls. It affects them for the rest of their life. I mean, that's, that's horrible,
3: you know. But he, he can him. afford really good attorneys. Sure they got him for uh, 10 counts of aggravated criminal sexual abuse. Wow. 10 counts. 10, ten counts. counts on an underage girl. Same same oh. kid,
2: same
6: girl? I don't know. Ugh. Well, well, hopefully
1: this one sticks.
2: Well,
6: I got
1: news for you. Uh, you know, if you're a pedophile, prison is no place you want to be.
6: No, they'll kill you.
1: You know what I mean? I mean, you know, you know I mean. Don't. It's in Illinois. It's Chicago that's doing mm-hmm. it, too. But if you're a pedophile, prison's a place the rest of us want you to be. (laughs) And and Jesse Smolin just went, thank you, R. Kelly, because he's no (laughs) longer dominating the news. I've
3: got to be honest, I don't know why these kind of charges are not like capital offenses. There's a whole
1: documentary about him doing this. I mean, that's going to be Exhibit A. Like, what this guy's done is a pattern of behavior.
4: Well, they actually thought he was running a cult. Yeah.
6: Wasn't he? Wasn't he, like, a member of, like, a... They're like, a sex cult. Yeah, it was a sex cult. They would have girls like, you know, join my cult and then they'd be like, Oh, in order to, you know, become one of the chosen ones you gotta have sex with R. Kelly. Oh, really? Yeah, it was uh wasn't it there was like some woman that was helping him with it. Yeah. Crap, what was it called? Well, she'll
1: get charged, too, then. I mean, all this. Once once they got the, once they get the indictments, then they get the search warrants, and they get everything else. And you know what's funny? Uh, they, they, they were only investigating Jesse Smollett for two weeks, and they got more information on this guy. They've been investigating Donald Trump for three years. They got nothing but uh, <laughs> Jesse Smollett in two weeks. They got more information on this guy than they have in Donald Trump in, like, three years. It's hilarious. No, the,
2: the two br- – they were put together or are put together. I thought – Nigerians were a lot like Kenyans. They, a lot of them were, are long-distance runners. These guys, they're in the gym. They're not out there running. Oh,
4: no, there are there's certain
2: um, tribes and clans that
6: just like we're some... Where
2: Nigerians are, are put together like that? Yeah. They, but they are runners, too. I'm not confusing them
6: with just Kenyans, am I? I think you are. I think the Kenyan thing was because Kenya... What I heard is that it's high elevation. So basically when they come to a low elevation place... They got an advantage because they're. It's basically like natural doping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. that's what I heard. I don't know. Yeah, if that's...
1: Jesse Smollett reportedly he paid those guys thirty five hundred dollars. Right. And Chicago police say if he wanted to get beaten, all he needed to do was get pulled over in a wealthy neighborhood. <laughs> they would have, they would have handled that. Well. Somebody. And
4: he would have gotten more sympathy and everything. Everything he was looking for, he would have gotten it
2: that way. And Somebody said he should have gotten in Liam Neeson's face. <laughs> oh,
6: do you know how he paid for them? Check. With a
1: personal check. With a
6: check. We'll yeah. put him up there with the,
1: yep. Who else did that? Didn't there was a... Who was a Cherry Springer? Did he pay a, yes. a hooker in Cincinnati, Ohio when he was mayor a personal check when he was mayor? I mean literally, dude. Literally <laughs> watch an episode a of Columbus. The no, there, there's video of them buying the black mass. Right. Like, the two brothers buying mm-hmm. the black mass. He paid uh, there's also him purchasing the rope. There's video right. of him purchasing oh the rope with his credit card. Uh, I mean this, there was like one one thing after another. Like this guy's never watched like the, the like the, the you know, I watched my dad was a homicide detective. I, I know like yeah. you, you can't, especially with the, the technology they have now. Like you could be choking the hell out of somebody, in the, and in the tussle, I'll use one of Smolin's words. And in the tussle, like a pubic hair could dislodge and fall yeah. down your pant leg, <laughs> and the the next thing, you know your pubic all. hair is laying next to a dead body. Yeah. And then you got some splintered. Like with the technology they have in law enforcement now, like you could fart at the crime scene, and if they got there soon enough and bagged that rascal up and sent it down to the FBI lab and they <laughs> ran it through the high pressure gas chromatography tube. And found out the <laughs> The consistency of a cheeseburger, a large fry, and a Diet Coke for the McDonald's <laughs> on the corner of 4th and Main, because it's something to use in the fry later that only that McDonald's has, and traces of that should have been the fart. It's So true. they went back to that McDonald's along the timeline, if reviewed the tape, and there's your dumb ass eating a cheeseburger, <laughs> and your flies down, the pubic is hanging out. They got you. Charles, <laughs> last night, Charles Barkley
4: and Kenny uh, the Jet were talking about, somehow on the NBA show, we were oh, talking about, about Smollett. About Smollett, and Charles goes, Brother, bruh, ain't you heard of ATMs by now? ATM, you got to go to
2: an ATM. Yeah, you can't write write a check. check.
4: He goes, you can't write a check.
2: Watch, we'll find out Kraft uses credit card with the little Patriots logo on it. (laughs) That's
1: probably... I mean, you know, really, in this day and age, you'd have to be, like... Every single thing you do, you have to pretend like they're watching you 24-7. Oh, yeah. We're living in a dig- digital panopticon. Mm-hmm. They can get your text messages. They can track your credit cards. They can track your movements via cell phone. Everybody goes, ah, it's just a phone with a camera in it. No, no. this thing tracks you. Yes, Everywhere you it's go, go, go ask Aaron Hernandez mm-hmm. and, and all the text messages. Once they get this thing, you'll ping off towers. Yeah. like You have mm-hmm. to behave Like, you're being watched 24-7. And if you're not, you're a moron. Well, how did he not think there was going to be video of the two brothers? Well, he set it up that the camera would catch it, but the camera's facing in the other direction. I mean, he really... See, this is what happens when actors start directing. (laughs) (laughs) Or start thinking. Yeah. I mean, it's just... uh,
4: Well, you watch any episode of... What's the show called? Empire. No, uh... The Law Show, Law and Order SUV. It
6: teaches yeah. you everything.
4: It'll teach you everything. <laughs> Every, yeah. He he what, could what watch to do, watch one episode and you would have known not to go. You go by the rope. Or you be around cameras. Or you have your cell phone to have it ping off
6: towers. It'll tell you all of that. Yeah, why didn't he have them buy the rope at least? Why no, don't well, have rope didn't
1: around you... the house? <laughs> why don't you go to Amazon.com and have the stuff delivered to your house? And then, just, like, I mean, it's like even everything you buy on Amazon.com.
2: <laughs> Amazon I mean, yeah, Prime. It like... take it,
4: they would have had to work a little bit harder to get that evidence oh, than really pull, yeah. pull up the... Footage of him at this
1: store yeah, and yeah, that this, store. I just uh, subpoenaed his credit card records. Mm-hmm. You know, but he made it real easy for him. Yes, I mean, you are. know, it's like it's like that's why you know it's why you always do crime by yourself, no witnesses. <laughs> Those Nigerian brothers flipped on him so quick. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. You know, they they flipped on him so quick.
3: The check
2: bounce.
1: <laughs> well, he still owed him five hundred
2: bucks. Oh, well, there you go. You'll get another five hundred <laughs> when you get back from Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because one
4: of them had left.
6: They both but, went to
4: Nigeria, didn't no, they? No, the other one was trying to get out. One was gone.
6: Oh, he gone. stayed. Uh, yeah. Technically, are they culpable for anything? I wonder. Well, yeah, because they can get charged as well. Yeah. Although,
1: they're what probably they're. The, 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 they're, they're, uh, it's a conspiracy, what they'll do mm-hmm. is they will cooperate. Right. They'll probably get probation mm-hmm. because, really, the, the I, I mean, they'll, they'll really go after Small to make an example out of him. He may get time, he may right. not. He may get public service. I mean, it really it's a class four felony. So it's like, you know, and if you watch enough law and order, you can negotiate a class four felony down to a class E misdemeanor. If you, if you subpoena a motion to suppress, motion to suppress. I worked at the US Attorney Office for two summers as a
4: they called it a clerk, but I was a flunky, but that's fine. Right. But I got to I got to hang out with the attorneys and whatnot. And they would that's how they would build a case. You would you'd get somebody and you just keep getting that person to flip. You go to the next one and get him to flip. And you just keep working it up the ladder as far as you can. And then you charge that person,
1: the last person, the right. last person standing. Yeah, I, I used to date a woman who was. I, in fact, I just got out of a relationship with a woman who was a. Uh, uh, former prosecutor, but she's just got her Master's of Laws degree in, in a trial advocacy, so it's like, you know, uh, I would work with her on her homework all the time about how to, like, you know, how to build a case and, and do that, and it's like, you know, you can, you know, if you're a good attorney, you can get, a, you know, get away with, you know, it's funny, if you walk into a 7-Eleven with a handgun, you'll get more time than if you rob millions of people right. of a white-collar compound. So if you're going to rob people, why don't you do it in a Ponzi scheme? Mm-hmm. Because you only get, like, you know, you get like half the time. You know, white-collar crime is uh, better than Blue-collar
4: car. Well, they used, as I was working there, they used me once to uh, solve a case. by um, Where, their,
2: Were you part of a sting?
4: No, they... Um, Were you at the Asian Orchard? <laughs> no, I was not. No, some. I was taken... One of my things was tearing back, you know, when printer paper came off the roll. Right. Yeah. So my job was to tear the cases separate them right. and get them to the the attorneys and i noticed the names on it i said hey i know these guys and he's like what do you know about them i said well if you lean on this guy you'll cracked the case, and that's exactly who they went after.
2: Wow. <laughs> now, let's remind people again, Jimmy Schubert is at the House of Comedy at Mall of America tonight and tomorrow night, and you also and want to... Sunday night as well. Oh, we, Sunday we night as well. Sunday,
1: Sunday night show. Yeah, so uh, you come out and see me live, or if you can't make it, you can download my new special. Go to Schubert.com. It's right there on the front page. You can't... Uh, it'll take you right to Vimeo. You can rent it or own it. All right. And the Tom Bernard show, will take a break, and we'll come back. We got plenty more
2: coming up for you. In a bit. We'll be right back.